We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Talk New York sports with us. 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. the other side you're listening to the fan your boy km to 2 a.m let's continue to get it august 30th as we proceed to give you what you need sports conversation sports talk on a late night i'm in here watching alex cobb ace of the giants he uh had a no-no going alex cobb is not allowed to hit through eight innings against the reds uh, i think he just lost it though let me go now to the scores and see yeah i think he lost it in the ninth oh good grief he lost it in the ninth with two outs <laughs> that's baseball susan it's cruel one out to get double in the gap to lose the no hitter in the ninth let's look around baseball and go through the scores i mean we talked about bryce harper and the phillies putting up 12 runs Bryce Harper giving a nod to Sports Talk Radio in his city and the fans in his city. The Phillies beat the Angels 12-7. You already know about the Mets. The Mets lost to the Rangers 2-1. The Yankees get another win. Back-to-back wins tonight. The Yankees win 4-2. The Rays pummel the Marlins. They beat them 11-2. The Orioles beat the White Sox 9-3. The Nationals edge out the Blue Jays. Don't look now, but the Nationals, they think they're some. The Nationals beat the Blue Jays 5-4. The Astros with Bregman and Jordan Alvarez doing work. They beat the Red Sox 6-2. Don't look now, but the Astros still are the Astros. They'll be right in the mix as well. The Guardians knock off the Twins. 
still on their heels a bit, but they win 4-2 in 10 innings. The Padres beat the Cardinals, or no, excuse me, the other way around. In 10 innings, the Cardinals beat the Padres 6-5. The Cubs edge out the Brew Crew 1-0. The Pirates beat the Royals 6-3. The Braves get another win off the Rockies 3-1. And the Giants lose that game, or the Giants win that game, but lose the no-hitter in the ninth. Uh, Giants win 6-1 over the Reds. 8-7-7, Earlier we were talking about Daniel Jones and where he ranks with the NFL quarterbacks. And I said he's a top 10 to 15 quarterback. I think he is right now, but I think he'll prove it this year. That's all I'm, I'm on with Daniel Jones. This is a prove it year. He earned it last year. He earned the money. Now he has to prove why they paid him that money. And I believe he will. I think that kid is locked in. He's smart. He's he's not phased by anything. He he's ready to go. And I'm looking at NFL.com and Adam Rank's rankings. And he put Daniel Jones for this season going into the season in tier three, which also includes Aaron Rodgers, Dak Prescott, Kirk Cousins, and Russell Wilson. The only guy below Daniel Jones in that tier is Kirk Cousins. Adam Rank ranked him at 12. So that's right in the 12 to 15 range uh, when, where I said. A few weeks ago, I had Mike Sando on from The Athletic. If you can recall, it was a five-hour show. And he's the guy that puts out the NFL quarterback tiers. Mike Sando put it out there July 31st. So maybe like a month ago, I had him on. And as we're talking about Daniel Jones and where he ranks... You know, this ranking had Aaron Rodgers a lot higher. This ranking had Aaron Rodgers at four in the top tier. But when you look at this ranking for Daniel Jones, <clears throat> excuse me, they have him outside of the top top 15, barely making the top 20 at 19. So it depends who you ask. It depends on what people um, use to come up with it. But in my opinion, Daniel Jones is a top 10 to 15 quarterback this year, and he will prove that on the field. I'm excited, man. Football is coming. It's about to shift. The seasons are changing. It's getting a little colder at night. Uh, throw a hoodie on. And, you know, next week is, uh, uh, or this weekend is Labor Day weekend. And then we come back from Labor Day weekend. It's week one. So the schedule will change here at WFAN. I think a lot of my shows will get knocked once we go into Monday night football, Thursday night football. Uh, I don't know if my shows will get pushed back to 12 to 2 or if I'll do. The bridge show right beforehand, but either way, you'll hear me and we'll we'll figure it out and I'll, I'll get my thoughts and my takes in and, and take your calls throughout the NFL season. I know I got to put a little homework on my schedule to come up with my predictions as far as each division and where teams will finish. It's hard to do. Nobody knows exactly how it's going to go, but, you know, it's fun and we're in the opinions business. Everybody does it. Um, and then, you know, weekly I'll give you picks. And this year what I want to do is give you guys – uh, the anytime touchdown picks that I'm looking at. I'll give you like maybe five names and what their odds are, and then you can do what you want with that information. I'll give you five guys that aren't that aren't like Travis Kelsey, that aren't like um, Saquon Barkley, you know, maybe some backup running backs or some fringe receivers or tight ends that I think are going to cash in and score. And what I do every Sunday is put together anytime touchdown parlays no more than three guys, because it's always backbreaking when you get three and you miss the fourth one. 
a lot of times I just do a little, um, you know, superfecta or a little exacta box um, and just pick two guys for any time touchdowns that have like a good odds on them and put like 25, 50 bucks on us so you can cash. So uh, just trying to help you guys make a little bit of bread when the football season starts. And that's all I've got for now. And there's plenty of people on the phone now. So let's get back to the conversations we were having around the Jets and the Mets and the Giants and the Jets and Shohei Otani and whatever the hell they're doing out there in Anaheim. Justin's in Rockville Center. What's up, Justin? You're on the fan. Hey, Keith. How you doing? I'm good. Thanks for calling the show. Thanks for chiming in. Yeah, dude. First of all, uh, everything uh, you say is is always awesome, and, and I appreciate everything you do. And I think he dropped. Go go on. I I don't hear him anymore, but he was sounding really good. He was sounding like you know, he was sounding like my con caller. About before and the worst GM move ever. I okay, think that, Justin. Sorry, um, I, I'm. I'm. The reason I'm, that they're keeping him. Is I don't think he can hear me. Endorsements and the endorsements pay hundreds of millions of dollars into the into the farm system and into the, uh, the you know into the angels. So the reason they're keeping him is simply because the money that they're going to get from those endorsement and those endorsement deals, if he was traded away, all those things cease to exist, and so. Um, they keep him simply because the money that they're going to make off that is going to be more than perhaps trading him away. Now him getting hurt, that sucks. And the records he was about to break could have potentially gone on. And, uh, you know, that, that, that's why they, that's why they kept the contract, not because they could have traded him away for better prospects because of the money they bring in. Can you hear me? Can you hear me now, Justin or no? around that. I don't think he can hear me. Can you hear me? I'm going to take that as a no. So we're having a, a little technical difficulty here. There? I'm I'm there. I don't know if I don't know if you can hear me. I don't know if the audience can hear me. Um Yeah, I can hear. You. Okay, you can hear me. So I lost you for a little while, but I'm right I'm right there with you. I spoke on Shohei Otani and how the Japanese media they cover all of his games. In Japan, every single one of his games is available to be watched. Also, when the Yankees played there, I noticed how many advertisements were in Japanese from like cat food to like toys to like uh, there's just so much Japanese advertising around Shohei Otani in the Angels ballpark. Cha-ching, that's dollars. And um, like you said, and, and I caught the end of it, not trading Otani wasn't about the return that they could get. They weren't looking at it like that. They're, they were trying to have this guy for as long as that, as they could have this guy. So they, they went all in. They played their card of, okay, let's try to improve this team because we know he's a competitor. He wants to be on a winner. And if we can make a run into October, that gives us another month of these advertisements, of this TV coverage, of this media frenzy around this global icon. You know, it wasn't so much, oh, we're missing out on the return that we could get for the biggest free agent, you know, ever. Uh, he would have been, you know, not he he will be the biggest free agent ever. But, like, at the deadline, Shohei Otani would have been the most prized, like, deadline piece ever. 
but they weren't looking at it like that. Clearly, they went all in to try and stack the deck around him, make the team good in an attempt to get to October, show him what October was like, and to, like you said, keep all of the money around him because as soon as that guy's not on your team, all of those deals end. Yeah, I think they break, and I think that you have to weigh the money that they would have brought in financially versus trading him away as a free agent. And it's just like a sneaker deal with, like, Michael Jordan or something. He's going to bring in more money as not breaking those deals, as breaking those deals. So I think, actually, the Angels make out at the end of this with more money than they would have gotten otherwise because of these deals. And the second he moves away, they have to shift those deals or cease those deals to exist. And you're talking about hundreds of millions of dollars. Yeah, and I've spoken to... Great call. Thank you for the call, Justin. I have spoken to the fact that Shohei Otani makes millions and millions more than any other baseball player as far as his off-the-field money, his endorsement deals. It's not even close. I think they said the next closest person is Trout, and Trout is some like 40, 50 million away. So this whole play, they it depends on what you're looking for. If you own a baseball team, and you own the Anaheim Angels who have struggled and can't get to the playoffs and win, are you looking to win as far as, uh, you know, the win column, the the total wins out of 162, or are you trying to win financially? You're trying to win financially. You are Shohei Otani's a cash cow. You are milking that cash cow knowing that that cow is going to leave your farm. That cow is going to be somebody else's. So what you did at the deadline, we're all going to scoff at it. We're all going to look at it historically and say, wow, what a miss. They should have sold Shohei Otani. Instead, they sold away their prospects to build around Shohei Otani. He got hurt. He can only hit. The team lost a bunch of games. They were the worst team in baseball after the deadline. And he's surely going to walk out. But they'll they'll look at it as, hey, he's walking out, but we cashed out. You'll never know. We'll never open our books. You'll never know how much money we actually made having this global superstar here. It's an interesting thought, perspective. Look at it. Ross in Bergen County on the fan every day. Go for it, Ross. Hey, what's up, Keith? How's it going, man? Good, good. Thanks for calling. Yeah, y'all go, man. So a couple things that you touched on before I want to bring back. Uh, one, you talk about that uh, Jihad Ward video with Rogers. I don't yeah. know if you saw it, but uh, kind of another uh, point you segued into with kind of, uh, you know, Cameron and everyone getting into, you know, anyone could just start up an account getting into media now. The big media account on the rise at U Stadium. Uh, they, they, I think they were one of the first people to tweet out that video. And I guess it got to Jihad Ward. He, like, he named search his, himself on Twitter or something and blocked the account. I guess he's going around blocking people now, re, uh, reposting <laughs> that video. So, so now we all definitely know who he is now. <laughs> it's unbelievable. I've known, man, I've known who he is. And uh, it's interesting well, that he would be blocking people. He doesn't want that kind of attention, I guess, from the preseason. I guess it's a distraction. <laughs> What was the quote that he that. had a great nope. quote at the end of the year last year? Jihad Ward had a great quote at the end of the year last year, and I just forget it. And that um, that was that was something that like made him stand out to me. His mentality, speaking about the season or something like that. But what else you got, Ross? Yeah. So, uh, well, another thing too, you talk about this anytime touchdowns. You know, I'm kind of uh, you know, I, I can't use the big boy apps like FanDuel, Caesars, all those. I got this app Swift. It's kind of like the kids menu of us, you know, online wagering everything. I had a parlay today. Tell me if you think this is a smart bet. A four-leg parlay, they have this thing, hits, runs, RBIs, C.J. Abrams, Teoscar Hernandez, Royce Lewis, and Anthony Santander. 
uh, all uh, over one and a half. And I got one half pointer to CJ Abrams had one hit on the night. I've had like four parlays the last it's four tough. nights. I'll get half pointed <laughs> on a single hit or something. It's brutal, man. Baseball but, you know, is the hardest to bet. Baseball is brutal yeah, to bet. Some, no, yeah. Well, you, like you said, I mean, I had, uh, you know, you could have a pitcher, you know, have a, a crappy first inning and get on a roll at the next six innings, you know, throw nothing but, but strike at. So you never know that. But, you know, football, football, you know, there's nothing like that, you know, over-unders, everything like that. I think you brought up uh, underdog before. I know underdog, and there's another one, prize picks, I think it is. For some reason, I think it's because they're, they're registered as uh, fantasy rather than sports books. I think you're able to start using them at 18 rather than 21. I don't think they're legal in Jersey, but I, you know, New York, I think they got it legal. But I think those, I know, I know for sure underdog is, but I always found it weird, you know, because it's still wagering money no matter how they're signed up as. But they get it. You could start doing that at 18 over 21. So, I mean, that's, that's what puts them on the map. And like you said, like Sandal, too, I think they got, like, streaming services of their own and everything. You know, they have, like, the betting shows. They, yep. they get, like, the, the tips and everything. I know Fandle definitely has it with the uh, – Kay Adams or something, or Kay Adams, yep. uh, Theo's best friend. And like you say, you know, all these shows they got on the map now. Before I know MSG has the betting shows, so, you know, it's a growing industry. It's bigger than ever. You, know, you even see them flashing the odds and everything during the game. So, you know, it's definitely, it's definitely you know, going somewhere. Yeah. Uh, quick uh, baseball point. I know you brought up, uh, you know, Alex Cobb. I was thinking today, I saw a clip. I don't know if you saw it. The eighth inning before he lost a no-hitter on the last batter, Austin Slater made the dive and catch. He almost lost the last batter of the eighth. And that kind of uh, brought back, I don't, remember, I don't know if you remember a couple of years ago, I think Johnny Cueto had a no-hitter. It was kind of the opposite. I don't think it was as far in the game, but Hunter Pence. It was basically a pop-up, like a routine pop-up, and Hunter Pence just lost in the lights and just dropped like the seventh inning or something. So you see this web gem to keep this one alive tonight, and then you lose it on that uh, last batter double. Sucks. It's brutal. There's man. usually yeah. always a great defensive play. There's usually somebody that, that you know, Goes above and beyond uh, to make a web gem that keeps it going. Yeah, well, you see, I remember uh, our, you know, our good friend over here now, Carlos Rodon, had a perfect game up until the last batter a couple years ago, and it was a hit by pitch on the foot or something. Another old friend, Max Scherzer, the old infamous uh, Jose Tabata, leading to the pitch on the last uh, last strike of the game. So it's brutal, man. You know, you get that close. You know, that you know, two, two and a half, three hours worth of you know work. I mean, no hitters now; they're they're not really a. Uh, not as much of a masterpiece as the perfect game, but, you know, we, we haven't seen an individual one in, what, a couple months ago, and I think Valdez just threw one. I mean, you see guys like Valdez just threw one, and get, you know, it gets brushed under the rug. It's like, you know, old news a couple of days after, you know, it never used to be like that. Yeah, no, they were more rare. They were more celebrated, special. Yeah. Now, I mean, the perfect game, it's funny, like, <laughs> Domingo, Mon- Domingo Herman throws that perfect game, and now he's not even on the team. That, Nobody that talks so about tainted. it. Yeah, it's, it's very I mean, tainted. The, the, it was, it was, you know, the skill, the skill part of it. Even you know, people saying it's against Oakland, and we didn't see one for 11 years for good reason. But the fact, like you bring it up, it'll be the first one Yankee history to not be followed up with a World Series. I think it was the first one, not a Yankee. I know Wells and Cone were a Yankee. I don't know about uh, Larson, but I mean, that one what was it? Uh, it was like 1:30 uh, in the morning out in uh, Oakland. I mean, who was watching that game? I just had it on because I got the uh, MLB notification, fancy or something. I think I had him on my team. The guy was playing. Guy was playing on, on his team, but other than that, I wouldn't be tuning it to Yankees A's. You know, was it June or May, June at one thirty in the morning? I mean, you know, barely anybody is watching it, so it's unbelievable. We waited eleven years for one, and now, like you brought up, two couple months removed from it, the guy's not even on the team because he was, you know, you know, littered with alcohol and went around ravaged the club. I'm gonna put this out there right now for everybody around. listening. I had this thought today, and I might as well share it if it comes true. We got this on record on Wax. When that Domingo Herman perfect game happened, John Sterling 
took the series off, and Michael K also took the series off. And if you're listening to the radio and watching the TV, this series in Detroit, Justin Shackle is filling in for John Sterling, and Ryan Rucco is filling in for Michael K. Guess who's on the mound tonight? The Yankees ace Garrett Cole against the Detroit Tigers. Could oh, Cole have a perfect game? Could Cole have a no-hitter? Well, Severino might have had his get-right game, you know, under those circumstances. He looked kind of good with the West Week. He had a solid out until. But uh, you hear C-Mac a couple nights ago, you know, he sounded more pissed than ever. Kind of almost like the Severino resurgence is almost like a tease. Like, we're worried yeah, it actually matters. Because think All about it. Now you look like an ace again. Think about it. What Severino is doing right now is for himself. It doesn't help the mm-hmm. team. It helps his case going into free agency and signing a deal elsewhere. I don't think there's any way the Yankees sign him. And Yankee fans, trip me out. He has back-to-back good starts, and I'm scrolling through Yankees' Twitter. Should the Yankees give an offer to Luis Severino? Should the Yankees consider bringing Luis Severino back? Hell That's why no. I was talking about bringing him to Queens. I don't know. Two starts, all of a sudden he's an ace again. Where, you know, get the Cy Young I wouldn't crowd. mind seeing him with the Mets. Cy Young crowds, but but yeah. hell no. You, we've seen enough bad. What he's doing right now well, is for himself. Good. good good for Seve that he's figuring it out for himself. But, man, there was about uh, two months here where he couldn't figure it out, and it helped sink the ship. You couldn't win those yeah, Seve brutal, games. Man. That Baltimore game, I think that was the one after the game they had to quote, he's the worst pitcher in baseball. I mean, that's when you knew his, uh, his self-confidence was in the mud. His, his the Dodgers, two times against yeah. the White Sox, the Orioles. It didn't matter who he faced. He could not get he's, right. And, and that was part of the reason why the Yankees fell out of contention. You see Donaldson get released today. Uh, Carrasco, Bader could be on their way out in the next couple of days. You think these guys are getting tribute videos themselves? Yeah, they're probably sending the emails out right now to the social digital team. Like, hey, start um, putting together the clips for uh, Bader, for Carrasco. Like, yeah, why not? That's just what we're doing now. It's Like I said, it doesn't reflect New Yorkers. New Yorkers are not like that. Like, bye. It's New York or nowhere. Like, you know, especially if you came here and didn't win. That's that's what trips me out. We're supposed to hold the champions everybody to this high standard. Them, yeah. Now everybody gets this high standard. Please. I say, y- y'all ain't ready for the uh, Zach Muckenherm tribute video at City Field on Thursday <laughs> when Seattle comes to town. Yeah, I guess. That's like, whatever, it run it. I guess. They just need something to put on that big screen. Thanks for the call, Ross. Let's keep it rolling. 877-337-6666. We're talking about the Giants. We're talking about the Jets. I am now uh, closer to going home and watching Hard Knocks. I played the clip from Aaron Rodgers and Jihad Ward. That fired me up, man. It's just you, the little things like that that we used to never really get to see unless it was like mic'd up or NFL films preseason. I, I like that. And, um, you know, the Giants, the Giants probably had a little bit of a pack to like not really hit Aaron Rodgers, but you're still just going to lay a hand on him. We saw Isaiah Simmons get to him, and Jihad Ward got to him, and he poked the bear a little bit. That's that's all good. That's football. It's supposed to be like that. Let's go to George in Long Beach. What's up, George? You're on the fan. Hey, Keith. How you doing? I'm good. Thank you for calling. Uh, I just wanted to ask you, uh, looking at the Giants team, I think top to bottom, they're pretty solid. I know we don't have studs in every uh, position, but I think they're very solid top to bottom. I just wanted to ask you, what do you think their ceiling is this season? I mean, their their ceiling could be the Super Bowl. I, I and that's not me throwing out a hot take like Sal came in two weeks ago talking about. I think they could be a Super Bowl contender. I think they have the coaching and the talent that if 
they get the right breaks and they scheme and they plan, they could be in the Super Bowl. The NFC to me is wide open. I'm not I'm not sold on the Eagles going right back. I'm not sold on the Eagles having a new offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator, losing some guys in free agency, drafting some rookies, and being just as dominant as they were last year. And they weren't that dominant last year. There were some games that they won against bums. There were some games that they struggled against bums, but they got the win. So we just looked at them as this, like, uh, undefeated juggernaut. The Giants... I just think they they have they have the talent that they didn't have last year, and they still have the same coaches that made something out of nothing. It's going to be week to week, and a lot hinges off of that first game, and that's why we're going to hype it this next less than two weeks. Because if they go out at home in front of their fans and beat the Dallas Cowboys, who they always struggle against, that can propel their season. Because you know what? Who do they face week two? A team that's actively tanking. The Arizona Cardinals. So if you you have a tough game against Dallas at home, but you beat them on Sunday night football, then you go out west to Arizona. You can smack the Cardinals, then line up against the 49ers, see what you got. That that could be a tough game. But I, I think that that Cowboys game is crucial. If they start the season off 2-0, off and away they go. But if they lose that game to the Cowboys, they're 1-1. One one. Then they got to go to the Niners. They could lose that game. The Seahawks are no pushover either. The Dolphins, then it starts to get tough. They they need to start the season 2-0 and to really be off to the races like they were last year. Yeah, I was going to say, the only thing really holding me back from thinking they're like a, that, that ceiling is Super Bowl is like, I love Danny Jones. I've always went to bat for him, but. And I really see him as a Super Bowl quarterback. I think that's the one thing holding me back. Thanks, Keith. Thanks for the call, George. I, I just look at the NFC as, as wide open. Even for the Dallas Cowboys. Even for the 49ers. Even for the Eagles. Even for the Saints. Even for the Lions. When you look at the NFC, I, I don't think anybody knew that the Eagles were going to be what they were last year. Nobody had, I don't care who you are, nobody had Jalen Hurts being what he was. Nobody had the Eagles going back to the Super Bowl. Thank God they lost. The year before that, the Rams won it. The Rams aren't in it. The Rams, you know, to hell with them picks. Yeah, okay. You need them picks. You're not going to be able to contend. The 49ers are terrible at drafting. The 49ers are going to rely on Brock Purdy, who today I'm, I'm, I sat and I thought about Brock Purdy. I was watching something they were comparing Brock Purdy to Kenny Pickett. And I think it was on CBS. And they were talking about sophomore slumps. And who would you want? And I'm like, Kenny Pickett. Ten times out of ten. And they're like, oh, Brock Purdy. I'm like, all right, check me out, bro. And and I and I like this is the thought I was having as I was listening to these guys, you know, go back and forth about who they wanted. They I think three out of four panelists said Brock Purdy, and one guy said Kenny Pickett. Kenny Pickett was a four-year starter. I believe Brock Purdy was either a three- or four-year starter. But Kenny played in the ACC. He played against the Clemsons, the Florida States. He played against, uh, you know, tough competition. And he put Pitt back on the map. And he went back to school after being in the Heisman conversation and comes out as the top quarterback drafted, the only first-round quarterback last year. He got concussed last year. He missed some time. But when he came back, Man, he led them down the field on game-winning drives. I think he was 5-1 and one in his last six games. I know his quarterback coach. I know him personally. I know how hard this kid has worked. I know that he got married this summer. So he ain't got to worry about that. Put that away. Wifey and him got a nice house out there. They're good. They're set up. 
He watched every incompletion from his rookie season to see where he messed up, what he did. They went and got that kid from Georgia for their offensive line. I can't remember his name. George Pickens from Georgia, and his second year is going to be a monster. They go and get Allen Robertson. They have Fryermuth. They have Deontay Johnson. They have Najee Harris. But really, they have Jalen Warren as well. He's got talent around him. He's got a good head coach. The, the Steelers are, are set up. Brock Purdy, Brock Purdy is Mr. Irrelevant forever. Uh, Broderick Jones, thanks for that uh, assist, Rami. Broderick Jones from... UGA, the dogs. When you meet the Georgia Bulldogs, you're going to feel the Bulldog bite. Loopy on the late night. Rackham, Rackham. Y'all don't remember Rackham Willie? No, I guess you guys didn't have internet access. Anywho, I look at Brock Purdy as a kid out of Iowa State who's undersized. We saw Hassan Reddick snap his arm in the NFC Championship. But this kid was a rookie last year under the radar. Talk about flying under the radar. You had Trey Lance ready to be the guy. Trey Lance gets hurt. Jimmy Garoppolo is the guy. Jimmy Garoppolo gets hurt. And Brock Purdy gets to come in. And there's something to be said about being an underdog, being unknown, there being no film on you, you flying under the radar, there being no expectations of you. You can surprise defenses. You can surprise betters. When the Eagles won their one Super Bowl forever, I'll take it to my grave. They were underdogs every week. We all bet against them every week with Nick Foles as a backup because we just didn't think Nick Foles as a backup could do it. And every week they kept doing it. With Brock Purdy, he did go like 7-0 and or something like that. But it's different now. They traded away Trey Lance. Jimmy Garoppolo is not there. It's him and Sam Darnold. And you're the guy. It's different when your sophomore year, you go from Mr. Irrelevant as a rookie, taking the league by storm, LeBron tweeting about you, you ripping off all of these wins and winning a playoff game and then getting knocked out of the playoff game. It's different when you're the man. It's different when you're the starter. It's different when you got to be the guy week one all the way through the season. The NFC is open. I'm not going to say that the Giants don't have a shot. I'm not going to say that they're Super Bowl contenders, definitely. But the question was, what's their ceiling? Their ceiling is going to the Super Bowl. They have the talent. They have the coaching. They play in the NFC East, win the division. Let's start there. They struggled in their division last year. If the Giants can win games, at least split these games with the Cowboys, split these games with the Eagles, beat the Commanders two games. There's four wins right there. Then you got the Cardinals. That can be a win. You got the Seahawks coming to you. That can be a win. The 49ers, like I said, Brock Purdy, heat him up. He's a small guy. We don't know what he's going to be. And then when I look at their schedule, they should be able to beat the Raiders. I don't know if they'll beat the Jets. Maybe. They should be able to beat the Packers with Jordan Love. They should be able to beat the Rams. Like They, they should be able to get 10 wins out of this season. 877-337-6666 if you disagree. Let's talk Yanks. I, I did want to get more into that conversation around do you trade Glaber Torres or not? Yankee fans celebrated yesterday. When I saw the Josh Donaldson news come across my timeline, I think I saw it 40 minutes late, unaffected, didn't care. I'm like, well, <laughs> they're just getting in front of this, right? Instead of him coming back from the 60-day IL, it's like, listen, no, we're done here. The season's over, you sucked, and we're going to admit fault. Brian Cashman admitted fault today. That you know the whole oh uh, we appreciate Gio or so I will share 
We appreciate Gio Urshela for what he's done, but he's no Josh Donaldson. That quote, like, I couldn't even say it. I don't know what Cashman was on. Josh Donaldson's not Josh Donaldson, bro. What were you thinking? You went, you went and took on $42 million in the last two years for Wash Donaldson? I thought you were smarter than that, Cashman. I thought you'd been doing this a long time. Anybody could have told you he's not Josh Donaldson from 2016 anymore. You thought you got one. But really, at the crux of that, it was they 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 badly wanted to get rid of Gary Sanchez and get something in return. They didn't want to cut him. They didn't want to DFA him. And then look at the season Gary Sanchez has put together this year. Lou is in Astoria on the fan. What's up, Lou? Hey, Keith. How are you? How's everything doing? Good, good. How are you? Um, before I go to uh, Glaber, I mean, before I go to Domingo Herman, let me go to Glaber Torres, okay? Okay. This idea, you got a couple of hosts saying that he's not a winning player. This is not accurate whatsoever, okay? This team right now sucks. This is not Derek, Derek Jeter's team. With Glaber Torres would have been in that team, he would have rings, okay? A lot of rings. He's, he's one of the best players we got in the team right now, and I don't care what anybody says. You want to move him? I don't. Okay? I mean, he's I don't just think a little bit of a... That's what I'm saying tonight. I'm, I don't think they can, Lou. How do you get rid of... This team sucks right now. How do you get rid of arguably the second best player on the team? Exactly. Not only that, but in baseball. The best second baseman... The best second baseman One of the in best baseball, second okay? baseman in baseball. Yes. I don't understand. What is B, what is the problem with BT? I'm tired of listening to Because BT is a baseball player. coach. BT you, you played put, baseball in college. He's a fundamentals guy. I listened to the show today. Somebody even called him and they said, you're absolutely nuts. You can't trade Glaber Torres and hit him with the numbers and the facts. I wish you would have taken my call. You know, I tried to get in, but I couldn't because I would have told him, listen, he was going to be with the Yankees longer than you're going to be in your show and stop the nonsense. Okay, now, on Domingo Herman, <laughs> Herman there, Keith, uh, I, I don't know if you're going to take it my way, but let me ask you something. Speaking of uh, a perfect game, not hitters, okay? He had the easiest no-hitter perfect game that I've seen in a very long time. Like you said, even tonight, it took a tremendous play to keep it going on, okay? Now, this is my problem. This is what the Yankees, the whole organization has to be cleaned out. So we're talking about trash can, throw everybody in the trash can, and bring new personnel in because Domingo Herman had a drinking problem. Listen, David Wells, Pitch a perfect game, drunk. Okay, all right. Now, CC Sebastian was great, but he was drunk every single day. Yeah, was partying every night. Dominican, the Dominican guy, get, get, I mean, get treated this way. Can you explain that to me? They they, they laugh about David Cohn and his escapades and as David a drinker, Cohn, partier. You know, what you know what David Cohn did with the Mets? This guy was accused of raping. And exposing himself to the people and, and the dog down in there by the bullpen. I don't think but I heard that, but I'm sure that, you know, that came from somewhere. Uh, but, yeah, back to the whole thing with the drinking. I, you know, I feel like the Yankees use that as a way to get them out of there. And if you think yeah. about everything played out, I will never forget the whole armpit fiasco. This kid was supposed to start, and he got scratched from his start. And they played the whole armpit game or whatever. And then Brito started. Brito sucked. And they brought him out of the bullpen. Then the next day, the guy shows up pissed off. 
drunk. Yeah, he's not going to pitch for five days. Help. At least glad you gave me some help. Yeah, I don't I know. Don't I feel understand. like I feel like, and and it, it doesn't matter what I feel. It doesn't matter what I think. I feel like the Yankees used that as a way to get him away from the team, but. Yeah. He, the reason he was so upset is because, like I said, they jerked him around all year. He had a no-hitter going against either the Guardians or the Twins. Uh, I got to go back and look. Earlier in the season, he had 88 yeah. pitches, and they pulled him. Yes. And then Clay Holmes blew the game. Yes. Yes, exactly. You know, I, There's I only think, so much I, a guy can take. You know, when you get that, jerked around by your employer and right. you're just trying to go out there and compete and do your job and they're playing games with you. Like, I, I, I can kind of side with them and say, I understand why you were pissed off. I can understand why you might have had some drinks that day and came to work a little drunk. Jesus, like, I don't they care. Made it, they made it. Exactly, Keith. They charge you $20 for a beer, and without the beer and, and, and the stadium, you don't make any money. Why are you treating this guy this way when everybody goes home drunk? What, what, I, I don't understand. They drink. It's That's part of the baseball it. culture. These guys drink. It's a known yeah. thing. It's a known thing. What? Well, what a dumb thing. Let me let, 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 I, t- I tell you, man, it, it's unbelievable. Now, I, let me tell you one, another thing real quick. This Aaron Rodgers, this Aaron Judge, this Adam Boone, this Adam Hicks. Hicks, my get a ring, brother. Yeah. You heard me say okay. that. Watch. We're going to be watching him in October. I, I already see it. He's going to make Aaron a diving catch or work a walk or hit a homer, and we're going to be sitting here. Uh, looking at Aaron Hicks, who who you know the the Yankees DFA'd this year, told us he was ready to go. Yeah, he'll be doing it for somebody else. Lucky him. Thanks for the call, Lou. Now I did go back, and something clicked in my mind. I was out on my paternity leave. My birthday is May first, and the Yankees ruined my birthday. They ruined my son's birthday, and this game on May first, there was. Uh, a 2 nothing lead? Yeah, there was a 2 nothing Yankee lead going into the ninth. Domingo Herman had gone eight and a third, given up two hits, one run. But like that that's not the story. Because before he got there, let me find it. Domingo Herman had thrown 88 pitches, like I just said. And I think Domingo Herman gave up one knock to end the no-hitter. And then they they pulled him in favor of Clay Holmes. Clay Holmes comes in, and he gives up three hits, two runs. They blow the game, lose the game. At 88 pitches in the ninth inning, even though Domingo gave up the no-hitter, you could have let that man finish what he started. You could have let that man get the complete game. You could have let the man get the complete game one hitter. But you pulled him in favor of Clay Holmes, who's been sketchy. He, once again, can't field his position. Go back and look. May 1st, Guardians at Yankees. The Yankees lose that game 3-2. That's the opening game of that series. It was my birthday. I wasn't at WFAN. I was home, and I was sick. And and there's just another one of those things in this season where I'm like, these guys are for real. They're not, they're not good this year. They're not winning anything this year. They find a way to ruin your time. 877. 877- 337-6666. We got a break. I'm running out of time. Keith McPherson on the fan. I'll be right back. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. She is gone. It's a grand slam. Swung on, head in the air to right field. It is high. It is far. It is gone. His third home run of the game. A judgy and blast to right field. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Close to 1 a.m. on the fan. Keep McPherson, your nighttime host, taking you through the conversations around our teams, around the leagues. Sports Talk Radio, WFAN at night. Let's continue. We got plenty of calls, and I want to get to the calls. Call me up at 877-337-6666. Let me know what's on your mind. Bruce in Flushing, you're on. What's up, Bruce? Hey, Keith. A couple of Yankee points and a couple of football drawing points. Yep. First on the Yankees, my number one target... In free agency this year would be would sorry about that would be um, I thought you censored yourself <laughs> would would be um, the center fielder from the Cubs the left-handed hit slugger Cody Bellinger Bellinger he can also now, play he, first base mine too I think there's there's no reason that they don't put the full-on blitz on him his dad played for the Yankees Clay Bellinger he should be signed I don't care what it costs. Now, if for some reason I can't get him, my next guy would be Juan Soto. And I would try to make the deal without Dominguez, but if they tell me I have to trade Dominguez, I would only on the condition that I sign him 
to a long-term contract. If I'm not going to sign him to a long-term contract, I'm not trading the No, money. yeah, you can't make that trade for a one-year rental. That's tricky because I don't think, you know, it doesn't really work like that. Um, you can make that deal with A.J. Preller, the trade, and then once he's here, Scott Boris could decide, well, we're going to walk. Yeah, I agree. And now, also, even though he had a, a decent start his last time out, the left-hander put to to a six-year contract. Carlos Rodon. I would trade him. What? Carlos Rodon, right? Rodon, right. I would trade him. I don't care what I get. I, I would even get take prospects. Get him off the team because I don't trust him. <laughs> they, I, they can't I trade that guy. They're stuck with him for a little while. And they're going to try and figure him out. They're going to try and figure him out. There's there, nobody, nobody wanted to give him the money that the Yankees gave him. I think the Giants wanted to. So maybe if the Giants are desperate and want him back, they could try something there. I just think we're stuck with Rodon, and, and I'm rooting for him to figure it out because I want left-handed pitching, right? I, I want there to be a lefty ace in this rotation. Can he be? He's looked better his last two starts. If he has a good offseason and works out and trains with Matt Blake and Garrett Cole and these guys, I think he could be a, a good starter, and you're going to need him. You're, I think I feel like you're going to need him in the rotation, and he's not really a guy you could trade anyway. I don't think there's too many people knocking on that door. But the guy I would also target would be Yamamoto, Japanese pitcher. Yeah. This kid is going to be good. Now, the only problem is I'm going to have to outbid the Mets, which, which makes me concerned because I don't know if Hal's going to want to do that. Would you agree to go yeah, after no, Yamamoto? I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm honestly, I'm in here wearing my Tanaka um, player tee. Like, I loved when they went and got Tanaka. Tanaka was an ace for us. He was solid. I mean... Uh, if they can go get this guy, and if they have to outbid Steve Cohen, it might be tough to do. But if they can go get this guy to be in the rotation, sure thing. Thanks for the call, Bruce. Yeah, I mean, you guys are thinking. You guys are already, you know, looking ahead and thinking who could be on this team and if the Yankees are going to contend. Like, I was listening to BT today, and I, and, I, and I like BT. I got no issues with BT. I got no issues with anybody on the fan. There's some hosts that I like more than others. There's some that I agree with, some that I don't agree with, some I rock with, some I don't, you know, want to listen to. But, like, I'm, we're all on the same team. So I definitely try and check everybody out. I almost never get to hear the morning show, which, you know, I wish I could because, like, Fleegs gets to be on the morning show. Uh, Peter Schwartz gets to be on the morning show. I, I just catch their clips on Twitter. But back to BT, you know, BT was talking about how he believes Hal Steinbrenner is going to go all Like, please, like, BT, stop. What leads you to believe that Hal Steinbrenner is going to change his ways? What leads you to believe that Hal Steinbrenner is going to go and uh, absolutely spend and, like, have this wrath? Of like, I'm looking for revenge and go out and get like, I, I, where does that come from? Well, one thing I would say about the Bader move, yeah, I, I'm not saying I love it, but in the past with Donaldson, also, it's taken Brian Cashman years to admit that he was wrong about his mistakes. Like with Aaron Hicks, just running him back there, kind of a guy you <laughs> traded for last year. He ain't got year. years left, right? His seat is super hot. That's why I said two weeks ago when I had my Cashman rant, the future is now. And look. Like, he's already making moves like his seat is on fire. Uh, you should have made moves at the deadline. You should have sold at the deadline. Too little, too late. But I, I see the energy, right? I see that Cashman now is trying to do something to change our fortunes moving forward. Yeah, I agree. He should have. But at, the, at, at least, at the very least, it seems like, okay, maybe he's willing. Because something that bothered me so much about the Yankees was how stubborn they were. I, I know you talked about this yeah. also, how, you know, they tell you one thing and it's really another thing. Piss on your leg. Yep. Tell you it's raining. Exactly. Arrogant and stubborn. So 
if it's not working, this is a guy you traded a really good left-handed starting pitcher for, and now you cut him after or put him on You're willing to. Yeah, willing to let him go after a year. That kind of tells me that maybe there's a little bit more desperation and a willingness to admit I was wrong, which I don't know. That's a bit of a positive. No, it is a positive. It's, it's showing me the right energy. All right, we're moving in the right direction, Brian Cashman. Today you admitted fault twice. Josh Donaldson trade was a mess. You should have never taken on that money for an aging player. You should have never taken on a player that called out your ace. Are you dumb? You should have never added a guy to the clubhouse that around Major League Baseball, people told you he was a, you know. Like, you 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 voluntarily removed Gio Urshela, who we regarded as Gio the God. This guy literally came out to his walk-up music um, being church music. He had some type of, like, Christian church song as his walk-up song. And when you look at the numbers, Gio Urshela had better numbers than Josh Donaldson these last two seasons, and it wasn't hard to do, but in everywhere. War, games played, played appearances, hits, RBI. The only place that Josh Donaldson had Gio Urshela beat is where obviously he should. Pop. Power, home runs. He had 10 more home runs than Gio, but that's not it. We we had we had Aaron Judge hit 62 home runs. Those 10 home runs, I, we they were made up for. And I don't mean to rant, but it's just like, it pisses me off, man. It's like, for a guy to act like he's holier than thou, to literally come out there and drop that stupid line, oh, he's no Josh Donaldson. I got to cue that up. That should be a drop, Rami. Can I send that to you? Because that should be a drop that lives in WFAN system forever. Now that Josh Donaldson is officially done and not on this team, we need we need this drop of Brian Cashman to live. Yeah, we we appreciate what Gio Gio's done, but he's not Josh Donaldson. And you were so ready to get rid of Gio and cut ties with Gio because he cost you nothing from the Indians. Before they were the Guardians, when they were when they were the Indians, you got Gio Urshela for cash considerations and not a lot of money. But I ain't gonna let you live that one down. You got a lot more work to do, Brian Cashman. The future is now. That's why when I had that rant that got a bunch of views, talking about how comfortable Brian Cashman is and how comfort is the enemy of progress. What I said was, I know they're not going to fire Cashman. I know they're not going to fire Boone. But maybe we needed this this year. This humble pie, it tastes terrible. Maybe we needed this this year to actually make Hal Steinbrenner think of a future without Brian Cashman. Everything has a shelf life. Everybody reaches their time where they got to bow out or retire. Father time is undefeated. The game passes us all by in some regard. And today, Brian Cashman admitted fault on the Gio Urshela-Gary Sanchez trade for IKF, Ben Rortvet, and Josh Donaldson. And then he also admitted losing the trade to the Cardinals, getting rid of Jordan Montgomery, who everybody loved, who was in tears himself, and other players on the Yankees were emotional. Last year, a move to get Harrison Bader in a walking boot. And why did you have to go get a center fielder in a walking boot? Because the guy that you traded for and tried to give an early contract to in the way that the Braves give early contracts, Aaron Hicks, he sucked. 
He was hurt, and he fell completely off the cliff at cliff as a player, as a hitter. And that was supposed to be your center fielder for 10 years or seven years was his contract. So it's just like, that's why I said they kept taking shortcuts and putting Band-Aids on things. Oh, all right. Instead of going out and getting a top center fielder and buying one, you make a trade at the deadline for a injured Harrison Bader in a walking boot, who I I liked to trade at the time. I was one of the only fans that, that like actually said, good. Why? Because Monty sucked. They couldn't score with him. He got the DeGrom treatment. Monty was our DeGrom. He could go out there and have a good outing, but the Yankees gave him no run support. And you know what it was? The big lefty, his pace. This is before the pitch clock. I felt like the Monty games were just slow. They were in quicksand. But whatever, man. Um, Today, and I'm about to send this to you, Rami. Today, Josh Donaldson's time in pinstripes ended. It shows me. It showed me last week. What the hell is Brian Cashman having a press conference for in the middle of August? He's waving the white flag. Okay, these guys have lost so many games, we completely fell out of it. It is over. I have to do something. I have to step up and be accountable. I have to speak to the media. And the media doesn't do a good enough job answering, um, asking these questions. I might start using my credential and pulling up. Not even joking. Because there's so many questions that the media should have asked Brian Cashman about the trades and mistakes that he's made in the last couple years. There is a list of about five stupid trades, and then there's also a list about five stupid moves in free agency. Guys you passed on versus guys that you went to get. And I felt like the media, the reporters, a shout out to a lot of them. I I run into some of them. I have them on the show. They just kind of tap danced around the main issues and they focused on just like these individual players on the team. And, And this year, it's not just this year. The real Yankee fans will tell you we were building towards this. No, no one could predict the future. No one could see it. But little by little, we knew that we were going to end up in a situation where they didn't have a good enough roster. 877-337-6666. We've watched this team lead the league in IL trips. How does the GM not know they're going to be hurt? Keep McPherson on the fan. Let's take a break. We'll be right back after this. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. 
engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh.